Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Thoughtful Talent Show. I'm Jen Werner from Jen Werner Coaching. And I'm Chad Ahern from Talent Teams Consulting. And today I have the privilege of introducing our first guest, Carolyn Grant. Carolyn is a fellow Gallup certified strengths coach like Jen and I are, um, as well as uh, Susan. And she is a consultant for entrepreneurs, leaders, and teams. Her clients include individuals and companies ranging from small entrepreneurial startups to Fortune 100 uh, corporations. Carolyn leverages her background in training and development to provide individualized approaches to her clients uh, so that they can improve organizational, team, and personal performance. Thank you very much for coming to join us today, Carolyn. We're gonna, we're gonna let everybody know what our topic is today, but I'm gonna let Jen introduce Susan first. Hi, welcome, Carolyn. Um, yeah, Thank it's you. my honor to introduce to you Susan Gordon. Um, Susan is coming to us from Aberdeen, Scotland. Um, so she is um, an e to grow coach. She and I met through um, e to grow virtually during the height of COVID in 2020. Um, she quickly became one of my most favorite people, and you'll see why. Um, she is an e to grow and Gallup certified coach with 30 years, 30 plus years actually, of HR experience. She's now running her own independent consultant business. She gets to do what she's most passionate about every day, which is enabling others to be proud of their own versions of their best self Ooh. and have fun in the process. On a personal note, um, on top of her beautiful accent that you'll get to hear, she is such a positive, supportive, and real source for good in the world. And I'm so happy to have her with us today. Oh. Welcome, Susan. What a lovely introduction. Thank you so much. <laughs> So today, we're inviting our guests to be here to talk to us about the Clifton Strength talent theme of developer. So ladies, before we get jumping right in, I wanted to start with where this falls in your top five. Um, Susan, I'm going to start with you. Number two. It's number two. And Carolyn, where is it in yours? Number three. Oh. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> so, so close developer, almost twins. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> So great. So Chad, can you share with us Gallup's definition of developer? Sure. So like we always do it every episode, we're going to start off with the definition so everybody can sort of level set. I know these two ladies don't need any introduction to this um, description, but for those listening, <laughs> Gallup defines the developer uh, theme as follows. People who are exceptionally talented in the developer theme recognize and cultivate the potential in others. They spot the signs of each small improvement and derive satisfaction from those improvements. Mm, awesome. So we like to spend a little bit of time at the beginning, just getting to know you guys and how this really shows up for you personally. So we know that there's, you know, kind of some similarities and differences based on the person. So we really want to start from this personal place. So Susan, I'd like to start with you today. Can you share with us how you feel this developer theme actually plays out in your life, how it shows up for you personally, maybe even um, at work and, and at home? Yeah, so I mean, I think the, the way it plays out for me is that I've come to understand that I absolutely love seeing somebody else's growth. And if I've got a feeling that I've had a tiny small part in that, it is, it's truly joyous. I love it. Um, and that definitely happens in my work. And I think in terms of the, the you know, the home life, um, as we, you know, we sometimes discuss, we've got to be a little bit more mindful almost of home life. Mm. 
but the but the joy there again when you see friends and family develop and or, or move forward in some way and you've had that small part pardon me it is like i say just just wonderful that's awesome can you share with us and our, our listeners what what are some of the um behaviors you might others might notice in you with with how this shows up yeah sure so <clears throat> having had a think about it I, I think the sorts of feedback that i've had um in terms of developer stuff is probably a little bit patient uh, as we'll maybe discuss later sometimes a bit too patient people okay. <laughs> but, but patient um encouraging um investing in other people very very growth focused forward looking positive focused uh and uh, pragmatic and a connector these are some of the words that have come that um i think kind of link to the developer theme with the other themes that sit around it for me oh that's awesome carolyn i'd love to hear from you how do how are you how do you feel your developer shows up for you personally in some of those behaviors and as well as what what others have shared with you that you've they've seen um well developer i just love this this theme i i think because a developer i have an intuitive way of after listening to hear about a person client or you know a new friend i just see pathways where they could grow if they if they wanted to grow um definitely through active listening um and curiosity the patience to kind of sit in the moment be present in the moment um and i get so excited when people showcase what they want to do and then when they respond because as human beings we tend to doubt oh i couldn't do that that's for somebody else um even people high in achiever they're like i want to do that but do i have the right skill set so um it's a natural encourager and I think that's what people say and respond to myself, natural encourager. And um, I think another word I'd say for myself is almost like a strategic vision, but through people and how they can grow. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Um, and just just hearing that strategic vision, it reminds me um, in the pre-show, you you had a, a moment where you, you shared with us that you felt like it's almost like you you had this, like you could see the problem, but zoom out from it to see like what's surrounding it. And I thought that was a really great analogy too. And then you you also shared with us um, your ability to spotlight talent. Can you share a little more about that? Yes, because, you know, everybody tends to take their strengths for granted, those natural talents, because he's always been able to do them well, even in childhood. So it's, it's great to kind of sit back, observe, ask questions um, about people in their past, and then kind of say, hey, <laughs> this is what I'm noticing in you. This, yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, but that's not a big deal. Yes, it is. That <laughs> yeah. is a part of your <laughs> unique wonderfulness. And yeah. doing more of that is how you reach excellence. And that's yeah. always an aha moment. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I actually want to touch on something, uh, a phrase you used, Carolyn, and I, I think I heard it from you as well, Susan, in our pre-show about this, uh, this idea of doing things through others versus doing the actual tasks. And I'm just wondering, um, Susan, I'd like to come back to you because that was something that you really brought up and highlighted in our pre-show. And I think our listeners could really get some value out of that. If you could go 
maybe you know one level deeper on that phrase and what that means and maybe what it looks like yeah. that could be really yeah, helpful so and and then good. carolyn if you want to add on to whatever she she offers uh -huh. um, i'd love to hit because you brought up the same phrase i'd like to yeah. maybe add on to you know how it sort of shows up for you as well yeah and, and i think yesterday when we were speaking about it on the pre-show um it was a case of thinking about as Carolyn said, the, like, focusing on the positives um, and also when you're in a work environment and tasks are being done, you know, delivery's got to happen. For me, I kind of find that if we're focusing on delivery through enhancing the individuals that are there, then that's much better delivery than just get tasks done. Uh, and, and it can be a frustration because sometimes, you know, you just have to get the task done. Right. So we're back to, you know, the balance of how much time do you spend trying to get a good task done? And maybe that's maximizer coming to do, but, um, <laughs> you know, a good task done through people, which takes much more time and it's maybe more frustrating. But I firmly believe in much better outcomes um, if you can deliver it through people. And I think that's, Carolyn, maybe you were saying something similar? Yes, yes, because I was piggybacking on your great idea. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I love that. And, and so, just to just to clarify, Susan, that's that's a behavior of yours that you've found to be successful is that you're driving your action more through helping or having others help mm -hmm. you achieve a task versus you just doing it directly. Because I think you know, Jen and I have talked about our responsibility themes a lot. You'll hear that in yeah. the responsibility episode. You'll hear it throughout some of our other episodes. But we're much more driven by the actual task and the promise we've made to people. Mm -hmm. But you're you're really talking about it as driving a task through other people, having other people come along yeah. with you. Yeah. Do I have that right, or am yeah. I so, missing so it's, something? It's more. No, no. I think you're absolutely right. That for me, this ability to to take the team with you, for individuals to know what their own place is. Um, yeah. I think you get infinitesimally better <laughs> results in the long term if everyone knows what part they're to play and, and they're able nice. to do their best yeah. rather than just the complete task focus of X needs done, let's get it done. And, and as we all know, you know, sometimes it's just quicker to get it done ourselves. Right. Right. Let's stand out of the way, I need it done, and I've probably done that too. <laughs> but when I, I'm, I'm mindful, it is, is bringing people with you. Sorry, Jen, nice. go on. Yeah, no, no, I was just saying, just reflecting on the fact that, you know, this is a relationship building theme. So it falls in the, the relationship yeah. building domain, domain. And I can hear it through both of you. I've experienced it with you, Susan, and, and Carolyn, just even just the small amount that I've gotten to talk to you already. I can hear it coming through. This is about building relationships between you and others and, yeah. and even others and others um, to really keep mm -hmm. the team strong and, and people thinking positively about themselves. So I just love where we're yeah. going with this. Yeah. Great. Um, so I wanted, we, we talk a lot about um, when our strengths are coming on a little too hot, um, maybe that double-edged sword, the, the, you know, good and bad side type of thing. So I want to talk a little bit about the, some of the negative effects that can come from developer. Um, I think we're our best um, 
worst critics, <laughs> if that's the way to put that. Like we know what those look like when they're coming on too strong um, or maybe we've ignored them completely. So um, Carolyn, I'd like to start with you this time. Do you wanna share with us um, some of the ways that your developer may have like has potential to negatively impact your life, either work or home, um, either one or both is fine. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to kind of just piggyback on the previous conversation as we move into this one. You were absolutely right when you mentioned the relationship building. That's how I influence. That's my strongest um, leadership uh, domain. And yeah. so I get energy when I have a task or I see someone that I can help. I get really excited and passionate. And so as with any strength, it can be overused. Um, <laughs> but it is my primary motivator for how I get things done to envision for myself um, a task I don't want to do to how to help people. But impact wise, I guess the best story that everybody related to in the pre-show was from the parenting perspective. Um, mm -hmm. I parent someone in high empathy, high deliberative. And I naturally as a mom was like, get energy of, oh, wow, she is so awesome. I could see her doing this. I could see her doing that. So I really wouldn't say in, in, um, that I may have overused my de developer for a different child, but for mm -hmm. this child um, who was a preteen at the end, um, when I first learned about Clifton Strengths, I realized I was maximizing and, de and developing way too much for this person. So it got in the way of our relationship. And once I understood my own Clifton strengths, I could do that vision of zooming out to yeah. see her oh, perspective because okay. she was not a talker and um, <laughs> yep. about pressures. And then I'm like, oh, I get it now. So it was yeah. very, very eye-opening. Yeah, coming coming from, from us, the two of us, Chad and I both have... Um, deliberative high, which is why <laughs> yeah. we started this show, this like thoughtful consideration, purposeful use of talent. Um, and really that I can, I can hear that in you that you wanted to honor what, what her, what she needed and her time to kind of process the information that you're giving. So mm -hmm. ex explain to me what that, what that looked like for you and for her um, in that moment, you know, when you are potentially oversharing what you what you think she could do with her something like right that. and and I don't mean that I was pushy because I really reflect back I think it was for her um oh. but it was so here's an example if she would say she was interested in at one point she was interested in studying occupational therapy so I also have high input and she so I <laughs> use my input develop oh my gosh it's embarrassing to admit but then I would oh, say so oh good. honey Look at what I found for you <laughs> about <laughs> occupational therapy. If you want to, if you want to learn more, here are a couple of options for you to explore. So I didn't do anything really for her in my mind, but in her mind, yeah. she was like, "Wow, I made a comment, and now, now we yeah, have now I'm an um, occupational therapist." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're sort of off to the races. You know? You're off yes. to the races. So yeah. yes, I thought I was proposing ideas. Um, hey, if you want to, sure. and for her interpretation, it was. Mm -hmm too much <laughs> and Chad I think you you played you played this out perfectly yesterday when we talked about this in the pre-show of that like the abilities and what each different person who is receiving your developer might need do you want to like share your thoughts on on how you explain that I think you are oh. going to do it much better than I just well, <laughs> you're asking me 
I'm yes. trying to remember exactly which comment you're referring to. Um, so it's it's the where she was saying um, that for this child, her developer came on too strong, but for a different child, it may not have been enough. So we talked about like how depending on the person. Okay, so I'm going to no, just take no, this. Yeah, yeah, you're going to take this because I, I, I must have made some wonderful you, comment was, and I. It was wonderful. It was really good because we talked <laughs> well, about take it and um, run. that that developer in you needs to almost understand the person enough to and know their talents in order to for someone with high deliberative and empathy, maybe we need to dial the de developer way down. So you're only gonna give her little tiny bits at a time. Whereas someone who is high achiever, high maximizer, high competition, they may want you to dial that like all the way up. So like, yes, tell me how I can be better and and what I can change so that I can be number one, oh. you know? So, and I, I'm sure I did not get that as well as Chad put it. <laughs> well, I, just, I now, I now, I now know yeah. uh, the comment that I think you're referring to, which is that um, sometimes when you know a somebody has developer any of our talents, right? Yeah. And we talk about trying to put that in sort of a Goldilocks zone, you know, of the of the thermostat. When you dial it down from say 100, which is what Carolyn is sort of describing here, you know, developer cranked all the way up, and she goes, "Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna ratchet it down to 70." That may still be too high for mm -hmm. somebody else, um, yeah. you know, somebody like myself or or um, her uh, is your daughter, correct? Daughter. Yeah, mm -hmm. who has deliberative or maybe some intellection, uh, you know, somebody that wants to take some time. They, they may need you come down all the way to, to 40 or 50% intensity. Um, and so just thank you very much for, for leading me into that because now I do remember the comment. Um, but I think it's just really interesting when, when you were talking about dialing that back and sometimes it wasn't even dialed down even far enough uh, right. depending upon who the, uh, who the recipient of that, of that information is. So, um, and I think there's also the bit about, you know, sometimes people can, uh, I think for me, what I I've found is that definitely this dialing up, dialing down, uh, and maybe it was me, my maximizer, but just like whoosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the, 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 the disappoint, you know, we can, we're in danger of taking over somebody else's um. development path um, it, oh, it, because really of our good. enthusiasm and, and, the, and the ability to see, you know, wow, they're fabulous at this. And if they did this, this, and this, and this, then wow they could be this and maybe they don't want yeah. to be and yeah. and that's what i've learned is the whole sometimes people don't want to or can't see the vision that you've got for them and sometimes it's not mm -hmm. the vision they have for themselves yeah. they, they, they don't yeah. want the rolls royce effect yeah um, so, the, the ladder effect so, with the the four wheels and the engine is absolutely fine yeah so and so, it, so it, personally does that hurt like your internal developer does that actually like pain you to to see it, the potential it, and it's not moving forward yes for them? it can it, it can be mm. kind of just think don't, don't you know don't, don't you know <laughs> where you could be and, and yes it, it can be personally quite feel personally responsible if they're not mm. doing it so I had to learn that really it's up for them <laughs> yeah. um, both of you have talked a, a lot about sort of family situations i know that, susan um what you were describing just now you talked a lot about 
uh, in our pre-show in relation to family and friends, people that you already know really well. Both of you also brought up some great examples in our pre-show about how this has impacted your work life. Uh, and Carolyn, I'm going to come to you first because I thought the example um, from your own coaching business, I thought was really intriguing and might be informative uh, around um, people understanding how this might get overused or underused. And if you want to, if you know what I'm talking about, if no, not, I can lead you I'm into that. I'm searching my mind. <laughs> Do you have a little hint that you oh, can yeah. get? <laughs> so, so you were saying you often, in the pre-show, you expressed your overall excitement just to go help people. Right. And sometimes business-wise, okay, that I hurts you, you know. because <laughs> you'll do it for free, but... Yes. So. Well, not anymore. Anyone out there in the audience? No. <laughs> so years ago, when um, my first intro to coaching was actually as a consultant, or as a certified family caregiver um, consultant. So I help people who are family caregivers. And in that space, you were dealing with people who are already spending a lot of money um, helping yep. their loved one with their health issues. So it was, I absolutely had started off not charging enough for my value, but I was very, where I think I'm going with this is money was, is not my primary driver for me seeing people succeed and grow and living their best life. That is my primary motivator. That hasn't changed. Recognizing um, that that was getting in my way. Yeah. I became a coach to other entrepreneurs. And I realized that I had fallen into trap that I could see what they were doing. So it helped me grow. So yes, yeah. it absolutely did get in my Sounds way. Good. Yeah. And, and, and that's all I, I want to clarify for our audience. And I know Carolyn started to do it at the beginning, but Carolyn does charge a very reasonable, <laughs> she is going to charge you for coaching. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're all great, you know, coaches and want to develop people. Um, but I think the point here is that, that for those, those out there with developer that might be thinking about doing their own coaching or want to help people in that way, it's a place where you might need to put some thought in that, your developer wants to go out and do it potentially for free because it's energizing. We've already talked about the energy mm -hmm. it brings to both of you, but at the same time, you know, could they potentially be, you know, a listener be leaving money on the table? And so I just, I thought that was a really helpful uh, insight to share with, with somebody else. You've already made sort of that leap. I'm, I wanted to highlight yeah. it so that other people could make that same connection, that same step forward for themselves. And I think that's great that you highlighted that, Chad. And I'd like to point out that I noticed as many new, as I've coached new coaches um, and new consultants, that they also don't necessarily charge enough, which is really what I was doing because I'm like, oh, you want to help. So there is a perception of value and based on as a coach, the rate that you charge. Yeah. So that's an extra encouragement. Um, I just yeah. wanted to point that out. Yeah. It's a common new coach, new consultant mistake yeah. to make. Yeah. <laughs> right. And we, it, it might be exacerbated by the developer theme because you yeah. get the energy and that's your payment versus actually. Yes. Put, yes, put exactly. Or, so. or as we learned, Chad, in the belief episode with Gina and I, um, with having belief high, and we know that this is Clifton's strengths and understanding your talents is so important to you, like living your best life that we are like, no, we'll get it to anyone like who, do, who wants a code anybody want a code like no no there's we went through all of this for a reason we have like purposeful you know 
teachings and learnings <laughs> and all of this great stuff we have, we, we need to put a, appropriate price on it. Yeah. And I, I would say that your developer, my belief is feeling the same, those same things. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. Chad's harmony feels it too. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. Um, before we move on to the puzzle side, I did want to ask Susan if you had any um, thoughts on sort of developer impacting uh, in a negative fashion your professional life, uh, previous roles you've been in or interactions you've had, relationships you've tried to build. Um, I just didn't want to leave you out of this question yeah. as much as we've just talked about how developer has gotten in, in Carolyn's way in the past. I, I think one thing that strikes me is that um, it's kind of a wasn't huge but it's kind of the because my passion is is really seeing people develop and grow um in leadership positions that can get in your way um yeah. if you've got hard decisions to make about poor performers or uh, you know things like that sometimes it may be that you're back to the too patient too mm. patient with somebody maybe giving too much time and, and therefore, at times, may be perceived as not willing to make the tough decision. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, whereas the driver was different in terms of the the, the hope that you know, they will find <laughs> the, the light and uh, come into <laughs> it, as it were. Um, so I think that that piece can sometimes lead somebody to be um, seen as being a little bit naive or idealistic and in a leadership role yeah and this is for you personally or this is you're just talking in more in general because um, i know we're going to get to how this yeah. shows up in teams and leaders and, yeah. and followers and so forth but i'm just wondering if there, think, there's been a from, personal for me personally i think a little maybe a little bit of that at, at one stage um but i think it was for me personally it's more about the becoming over invested mm, in, okay. in someone else's development whether they you know they don't want to yeah. Um, that okay. has 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 been certainly a, a feature at times. Okay. Well, so I I, I want to move us sort of out of this dark place of talking about the negative <laughs> impacts, <laughs> um, and and transition to sort of the other side of the coin, which is really how the developer theme has helped you um, in your personal life, professional life, uh, community life. Uh, we talked a little bit about community life in a couple of other episodes. Um, wh where does this come out? And, and Susan, I'd like to start with you. Just um, We were just talking about how your developer can somewhat you know, get a little frustrated with people not wanting to develop as, as quickly. Um, I'm curious, what's the flip side of that? Or, or are there other positives that have uh, come out in your life uh, through this, uh, through using this theme effectively? Yeah, I, I mean, as I've reflected on it, although developer is number two, uh, empathy is number one, um, I think it's really, really strong, <laughs> developer one, you know, should it be number one? <laughs> um, okay. And uh, as, as Jen said in the intro, I've had sort of 30 years of HR roles, uh, business-facing HR roles, um, and predominantly in those roles, when I was most successful looking back, that's when I was kind of employing probably what was around developer themes. Mm. Um, and now that I've got my own business, I had my own business for a few years now, and it's coaching and mentoring predominantly, the work I do now suits me perfectly. I, it's just like, whoa, 
hang on, why did I not do this strength thing a long time ago? <laughs> so that I can go, whoa, look, this is this is really what fuel somebody mentioned earlier about it gives you energy, it fuels you. And it absolutely does. Um, and so once you've noticed that that's about yourself and recognize that and, and you put your superhero cape on and go, right, this is me and I'm gonna do it. Uh, it means that those are the pieces of, of work that I do, that they're the best pieces when I'm yeah. able to employ the developer piece and and just see some of the, you know, being able to recognise growth and people, identify for them things. I think Carolyn mentioned earlier, you know, you point out to people, hey, you're great at this. And they go, mm-hmm. that old thing. <laughs> like, no, no, no. That this, these are your superpowers. Please take them. Yeah. Go, go and go and be your Spidey. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and and seeing that happen, that that's the bit for me yeah. that's worked really well. Yeah. Um, I, I love. I'm going to bring it up just because I heard it in the pre-show. I, I thought it was wonderful. The ability to reflect back and then almost see them puff themselves up. You know, stand yes. a little taller, stand a little stronger. Um, I, I, I think. The way you've talked about it just now is wonderful, but I, I want to bring that phrase back in because I think that whole image of, oh, I am, you know, I am yeah. better than I think I am, or I am, you know, capable. Um, yeah. So I, I, I just yeah. wanted to, to highlight that. Uh, was there anything else before uh, I want to give Carolyn an, an opportunity to to tell us about how a developer shows up, but is there anything else you wanted to highlight? I think the only other bit is kind of linked into that, but that piece about, helping people really be recognized be seen be heard and sometimes just that reflecting back those bits that they're good at that's when they're little the, the aha moment the, the growth the more the potential future movement happens um and again i think that's through the developer piece other people will do it in different ways but for me i think it's through the developer piece helping people do that Wonderful. Yeah. Carol, what would you like to add? Or how does how has this developer theme, you know, benefited you in your life and your work? Um yeah, I think it helps um it showcases my authenticity that I genuinely care about the other person that I'm in a conversation with or a group of people that zeroing in. Um I've it it's felt by the other people, whether it's a team or an individual, and it's and then it's that superpower of being able to zoom in to what's being said and not being said. So overall, yes, it's relationship building themes are are high highest for me, but it also kicks in um, the listening of, oh, how could they look at this a little bit differently? How could they see themselves differently or the opportun- their own opportunities differently? So uh, I hope, because work, lo- work life is tough these days. We're lucky. Yeah. We love what we do, but not everybody does. Yeah. There was something you had said yesterday in our pre-show that I found absolutely fascinating. And it had to do with your comment about shame. Uh, and some people end up shaming themselves. This, the way you talked about the theme, it almost sounded like a protective layer for you. And I'm just wondering if you could talk about the intersection of developer and shame both for yourself and also kind of how you see it in contrast to other people in your life. Yes. Yes. So 
I have always been one of those people that is very, we talked about oversharing uh, yesterday, <laughs> show, but I am um, <laughs> the, I have a natural understanding that we're human and as human beings, you make mistakes. I've always been able to identify emotions in myself and what I see emotions of others. And I never felt uncomfortable talking about that. And I've always encouraged people that developer, right. To people to talk about themselves. And what I've noticed is in myself, I, I'm a good person. It's not that I'm perfect. I, sometimes I'm too much. Sometimes I'm whatever for people, but if I make a mistake, I can get embarrassed, but I'm not prone to shaming myself. And the comment I had made is in the course of my work, I had, people are very honest. We develop a trust relationship. Well, they'll share that the word shame comes up quite a bit with people. Mm. And that's when I realized that my lens on the world is about growth. And to me, mm. shame is a perception of being stuck in a mistake or, you know, mm. I've, what does uh, Brene Brown say? I am bad versus I've done bad. I, you know, yeah. I've done something, um, and maybe that's attributed to someone else. So, but th that answer, mm -hmm. the direction you wanted to head in? No, it, it, yeah. I just wanted to hit on that whole idea around shame because I, I thought what you highlighted in our pre-show in talking about it was was really fascinating in that your developer kind of keeps you out of that shame realm of there's always opportunity for growth. Yes, I'm going to make a mistake, but then it's about what's the next step how do i grow from this and that that growth phrase or that growth word um mm -hmm. often gets very quickly associated or almost tied to this developer theme yeah. um a lot of the time and so i just that was a fascinating observation that i had not really thought about and found and interesting for our, that, our, and it yeah strikes me it's, it's all about a, it's kind of like growth mindset versus mixed fixed yes. mindset yes and i think you're just just to underline what Carolyn said, for me, again, it is about the growth mindset where there's no right or wrong. Yeah, of course there are in some things, but <laughs> right. talking about growth, um, you know, there's not really right or wrong. And therefore, for me, and I think we discussed this yesterday, for me, it's a very much a no regrets kind of yeah. individual. Uh, big ticket stuff, maybe, but the little <laughs> bits where you're learning, where you're, where you're, you know you made a bit of a mistake but you can move on learn from it yeah. move forward and and i think that goes back to maybe it is as you say chad linked to this word growth and the growth mindset that i think yeah. maybe with the strong developer that's very much the case maybe some of the other themes are more linked to the fixed mindset where there is right and wrong and answers and um mm -hmm. whereas maybe we can live in in the gray a little bit more <laughs> I'd like to add on to that, by the way, I didn't have an opportunity to say this yesterday, Susan, but I say no regrets all of the time. And which, so when you said that, it was a huge aha moment for me. Um, mm -hmm. and now I've lost my train of thought what I wanted to say building on that. Cause you said that was so, that was so well. But that's uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No regrets, <laughs> anyway, right? No regrets. That's all I'll add for right now. <laughs> all right. And, and what I loved about bringing this up too, is it's similar to what we saw about like the difference in using your developer with others versus using your developer on yourselves. And that's mm. what I, what I think we, we saw and heard in this and why Chad was bringing it back to is, is that it's not just about others in that case, you're using that and seeing that in yourselves too. So I, I can only imagine how 
hard it must be, especially as a, as a coach with developer high to see someone make a mistake and feel like they've like lost it all and, you know, have so many regrets in it where you're like, no, no, it's okay. You know, you're growing, you're learning. And so I just think it's wonderful. They have you two um, at their, at their backs, you know, supporting them. I just love it. Thank you. you. And I'd like to add on if I could, I, and I'm curious about Susan's thoughts, but for me being curious, when I first learned about how to coach, they talked about remaining in the moment, present and curious. Mm -hmm. I realized that curiosity about why people do what they do was my developer that began when I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. Do you, do you tap into that word too, as well with your developer, Susan? Yeah, very much so in terms of it's just quite interested to know how how does this how does this all fit together so yeah curious is a word that resonates too it's interesting the the word i actually thought you were going to ask her about was the word present because Mm. i know that that was another Mm -hmm. big word that came up in our our pre-show is it really allows you to stay in the present moment with Mm -hmm. a person and and that being a, a positive um, benefit to not only yourselves, you know, staying in the present for yourself, but also for helping others stay in the present moment. You know, where am I and where can I go? Again, there's that growth. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah. I just, I, I, I wanted to bring up the word present too, because I think curiosity and, and being present um, are a key to being great coaches, but also are, are very wonderful representations or reflections is probably the better word uh, of this developer theme. Uh, so so I you. love that you said that because being present is my anchor. So I don't start to want for people what they don't want for themselves. So it keeps oh. the, keeps mm. me balanced between in the moment and the curiosity of what do they want? I can see them doing whatever, but that's, so I ha- it's my balance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. We've talked a lot about how this has shown up for the two of you. And, you know, we've, we've really wanted to start there to kind of lay the groundwork, give people an introduction to, to this theme, both the positive and the negatives. We also are all coaches. And so we've probably run across other people with developer. And so I'm just wondering if you have any insights that we haven't touched on that might have come, you've come across by coaching others with the developer talent theme you know, in their top five or top 10, you know, the sort of high intensity um, people. And, and Carolyn, I'm going to, I'm going to start with you just so that um, I'm trying to balance uh, who gets to go first here in my harmony sure. at play. Um, Carolyn, if you want to start with maybe some people that you've coached with developer um, high and maybe how it's shown up a little differently than what we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. I found this fascinating as I prepped for the show, I pulled up um, the I just was scanning the people that I've coached with high developer. And obviously we know as coaches that there's an interplay of all of our top 10 to top 12, you know, where we talents every day. Um, But what was so fascinating for me, and it had been a long time ago that I coached this person. So I had forgotten (laughs) that I'm going to read this. Is it okay if I read this to you? Oh, uh, yes. Okay. So this is a a really nice guy. um, And this is what came from his developer, literally from his report. Instinctively, you automatically compare your results to the outcomes others produce. You usually monitor your final scores, ratings, and rankings. You enjoy testing your knowledge, skills, and talents. Even so, 
because it sounds like competition up to this point. Right. right. Even so, you are pleased to acknowledge the accomplishments and successes of others. Isn't wow. that incredible? Yeah, that's, that's a that's competition with a hard left turn into yeah, into, right. into developer <laughs> it, pretty quickly. Exactly. Yeah. So that was very eye opening for me. Um, as a reminder, we are a combination of all of our top talents at work. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and then the other is so I know people who use their developer and the construct of kind of facilitating team dynamics. Hmm. Okay. In what in what way is there um, like one other layer you could go there? Well, the the extra layer would be um, if because they can clue in and see how the dynamics might be off on their team. So using that to facilitate if there is a misunderstanding, miscommunication, mm -hmm. um, and that's how it's been effective for quite a few people. They also recognize to I've had many people point out to their team member oh have you thought about trying it this way or taking this approach mm. interesting interesting yes, okay. susan what about you the, uh, i, I want to keep adding more examples Stuck so i'm going to move from carolyn to susan and see um what else we could add to or, or what other ways we've seen developers show up so i i did similar to carolyn in prep um i had a look through my cascade reports and picked out um, people that I've worked with with developer in their top five. And what was quite interesting to me, and particularly when I saw the list of people, um, they are team mediators. I think, you know, Carolyn, you just, they are the ones kind of pushing people forward, mediating. But the other thing that was quite interesting is there was more similarities in their themes that sit around developer than there were differences. So there was quite a lot of other relationship themes that were sitting around them, particularly empathy, harmony, and individualization. And, and so, you know, when I looked at those people and you were asking about what's shown up differently, I thought, mm, actually, when I look at them, they've got very similar styles. So, you know, here in Carolyn's mm, very yeah. different example, was great to remind us that that mix is, is different but it just so happened yeah that that, yeah. that was the case and the other thing that sort of struck me overnight was do you attract as a coach oh. people who are similar to you that's hmm. a great question <laughs> yeah oh good I, one. You know, put it out there don't know yeah yeah, yeah. but it just I, I struck could... me yeah, I could see that, like that, at least in my own personal coaching business, I do feel like I, I end up with a lot of high responsibility, high, high achiever, um, a lot of very task focused individuals. So that's, that's yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah. What so a, although we know, you know, the, yes. the joy in the in the one in 33 million, <laughs> yes. right. we're going to be like, um, there's something there that I thought, oh, okay, interesting. Hmm. You know, somebody who's high in something else are they going to and, and we spoke about you know some of the frustrations is it sometimes that maybe you are too too oh. developery for <laughs> the person who just wants to get it done yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know so 
Interesting. So that's a, a thesis dissertation I've just offered somebody yeah. there. I like it. Yeah. Chad, I did, oh. I did the same thing as Susan. I went to my cascade and went yeah. through all, all the different people that I've coached and, and um, worked with that have developer high. And I picked out um, a few that had developer at number one and was really interesting to think back about how the person used their developer and remembering um, what they shared with me. One was a manager who had developer and context high. And I saw him regularly. He would use this by being able to understand the, the way the other person worked, the, some of the like hurdles they had gone over before in the past and was able to help them see like how they could use what they had done in the past for future development, for future goals, for meeting different things. So I just thought it was really interesting because he was very, very context oriented mm -hmm. um, in that, but but being able to use that that past information and then his own information, because he also had empathy high, he could sense that from the, from the, his his team, his team members. So I, I just thought that was really oh. interesting. Um, the other one had developer and includer high. Um, and she regularly brought as many people together as possible. So if there was a if there was something that needed to be done and somebody was brand new on the team and she's looking to develop that person, like she wants them to learn and, and be up to speed as soon as possible, she's immediately like glomming people together and like, hey, let's like you should work with so and so. And then like she's like with them and everybody's together, you know. I think of like the, the the amoeba of little kids playing soccer, how they're like this all over the field. <laughs> That's kind of how, how she was in using her, her consistency, um, her includer and developer together. Like you could see her, wow. like she wanted everyone to be able to follow the rules and regulations, stay within that like framework that was set, but really give them the opportunity to learn from others. So it, they're just both beautiful examples. So I wanted to share those with you guys yeah. too. Yeah, I, I I wish I had more to offer to to this conversation around um, <laughs> others I've coached. I'm actually really happy we're having this conversation now because I've just started working with a, a cohort of leaders where three of the seven uh, members of the cohort have developer high. So I'm wow. maybe if we had recorded this or if I come back and do it a little addendum <laughs> to this in you know three to you know six weeks, maybe I'll have more to contribute. But I'm, I'm fascinated by everything you've just shared. There is one question, and it doesn't necessarily fit with how it shows up differently in, in clients or, or other people we've interacted with with developer. But what you've brought up, especially Jen's example around uh, bringing people together, and Caroline and Susan, you've touched on this in, in slightly different ways throughout this conversation. I'm curious if developer is more impactful for you at the individual level or as seeing developer develop a whole team kind of together, kind of, you know, to build on what uh, Jen's image was, is, you know, as the group moves, they develop, you know, together, they grow bigger together. Um, we've talked a little bit about this idea, um, I think in our empathy episode, where somebody was talking about they can get a better read on an, on an individual mm -hmm. if they're actually in a larger room because they have more, emotional broadcast stations from the other people so they can feel mm -hmm. the, the, the differences. Mm -hmm. Whereas another person with empathy, they have to be one-on-one -on -one to get sort of the truest read on those emotional wavelengths. 
I'm sort of using that as an analogy, now looking at developer, do you find your developer works better one-on-one -on -one or when you can see the grander context of they're developing within a certain environment or within a certain team? Yeah. I know that was a little long-winded intro, but I'm going to put the question um, first. Carolyn, it looks like you have something immediate to say, so I'm going to put it to you first, but Susan, okay. I'm going to come back to you. I do. So it's that radar that I, my best scenario and for all coaches is when you can do a one-on-one -on -one first and then the team gets together. So you yeah. know people as an individual. Um, it is harder for me to start with just the team and mm. not begin okay. with the individual. I can, I can do it, but I feel a little starved for information when it's the group oh. first and only. Got it. So I do find a way to zero yeah. in on the people individually because <laughs> I have to. Um, yeah. And I also have high relator. So, so okay. it is more of a struggle, but I get there by still going to individuals to assess where they're at and asking different questions. So okay. does that answer your question? Uh, yeah, I think it's a, just a wonderful dialogue to be having. It's, it's interesting to see this blend of what's of where the developer ends up showing up and, and in what context you need to sort of have that information first. Uh, Susan, I'd like to hear your take on, on yeah, this question I, I, before we move I, on. Because I hadn't really thought about that. And, and then as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, both, both. <laughs> right, okay, so in reality, so empathy number one, individualization number 10, woo number 11, bit mixed, bit mixed up compared maybe. Um, I think I like the way that Carolyn sort of, I think my preference would be the one-on-one -on -one, mm, okay. getting to know somebody and then in that context, because as we know, in a one-on-one, -on -one, sometimes people will tell you things that they will not share in the team. Yeah. So if you're then trying to figure it out as part of the team dynamic, uh, you can't help that individual grow because you don't quite know what their gig is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so that ability to have that individual piece first, I think, would be again my preference, like Carolyn's preference. Is it to do with developer? Don't know because it's maybe got <laughs> those other things built yeah. in. Yeah, we talk a lot about um, how our how our other talents kind of season these or or these maybe season the others or you know both ways, yeah. because we know that they don't stand alone. That they all have these these great ways that they mesh and meld together, and some of them so strongly. Like I hear your empathy and developer. I'm sure you have a hard time of separating the two of them. Like which one is really in control of of what's happening there, whereas I have the same with my responsibility and belief. Ah, is it chicken or the egg in, in this case, you know? Um, so on, on that little fun note with the chicken and the egg, I want to, we want to like transition to the, the time where we talk about really some images or um, some e maybe even pop culture references that, um, that come to mind when you think of this theme. So Susan, I'd like to start with you. Um, what are some images that you have around the theme developer that you, you'd like to share maybe to help our audience maybe put put an image in their mind when they think of someone who has high developer? So I, I think for me, one that Carolyn might share is one that I agree with too, but I'm not. Okay. Um, <laughs> the one that I, I immediately thought of, it's, it's not, it's just an image of um, walking beside somebody and being able to 
have your hand, have their back, literally have their back, so that you can help them at least not fall back. And maybe just a, there's a there's a nudge, not not a huge shove, <laughs> um, just a gentle nudge. And and there's something about you know that that whole picture is got warmth to it. It's got a lightness and laughter and and a forward motion where you can see the possibilities and the, and the growth that might be there. So that was the first image that came to my mind when I thought about about this. Oh yeah, I love Wonderful. that. Wonderful. And thank you for teeing up Carolyn. So Carolyn, um, share with us what image comes to mind for you with developer. I, I will share that. I just so touched by how you said that, Susan. I just had this supportive on the mm -hmm. hand on the back. That was beautiful. Um, oh, thank you. So, <laughs> so for me, the qualities of a great gardener's personality come to mind um, and the skill and the, the appreciation of the uniqueness of each plant and what is needed to tend to them to help them grow. Um, patience to sit in the moment actively and for humans actively listen um, <laughs> and wait for the right moment to for the plant to do what you need to do i'm not a gardener so i'm going to struggle more with the gardener analogy personally sure. but it is tending I, that's what i think mm -hmm. human beings need tending plants need tending and you need just the right touch to really connect for the bloom to get oh, that. I love and also that. i think we spoke about you know, it's like I, I had that image about the scattering the seeds, helping someone scatter the yes. seeds mm -hmm. and giving it warmth and attention and, and, and light means that it something will grow. Yes. Yeah. And, and I'll just add on the overuse. If you overuse, overwater, over fertilize, yeah. you get some withering. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Well, it's, it's interesting you bring that up because that was one of the things that I was reflecting on uh, overnight between our pre-show and now is that that whole gardener um, analogy really works, especially when you were talking about being the being in the present and realizing, hey, I may need to hold off, you know, a day or two to give it more water. If I if I water it now, it's going to drench it. If I if I give it, you know, too much fertilizer right now, it's not ready for it. It's going to burn, you know, it's going to burn the roots, it's going to burn the, mm -hmm. the leaves. And so that balance of what do they need right now? And it, it, going back to the, some of those first examples you shared about um, your daughter, you know, not being quite ready for all the developer and all the input information you want to share with her, um, that sort of same patience uh, and and dialing that back and realizing yeah. there's a balance that needs to be struck and, and staying in that present moment. So I, mm -hmm. I, I thought that was a beautiful analogy. Um, I, I I think it's really cute too. Um, you said like for humans we need an active <laughs> listening, but I know an awful lot of gardeners who do a lot of talking to their plants. So there there <laughs> must be something to that. Like whether that's that nurturing aspect of it's all oh. part of what we're doing. You know in growing something, whether that's a human, a, you know, a baby, uh, you know, a, a normal, another adult or even mm -hmm. a plant in this case. Yeah. 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 I love and, these images. And I'd like to just tag one on to, to Susan's uh, um, image of the arm around the, or the hand on the back. Mine uh, comes a little bit from youth sports. I think about a youth sports coach, you know, a, a taller, you know, adult coach putting their arm around a young kid that might be struggling or trying to figure out their, you know, what they need to do on, on an athletic field. Um, 
I've I've personally sat next to kids on the bench and you know just be like so you know how are things going what what do you need you know what's going right what what do you need improvement on uh, to build their confidence and build their abilities on the field so I, I wanted to sort of tie in with that but also just if you've been on the far side of the field watching from the from the audience side on you know watching the bench and watching a coach put their arm around players I think that it's a, it's a very yeah. similar image. And there's something so, there about the the encourager and the the ability to be a bit of a cheerleader until yeah. the person can be the, their own. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Jen, I don't want to leave you out of this conversation. Um, did, are there images that come oh, to mind for you? These two ladies mic dropped it in my opinion. Right. I, I, love, <laughs> I love them all, so I'm not even going to add any of my own. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, so, I want to open the door. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So with that, I want to move to this the part of the of the show where we really talk about the effects that developer and these talents can have on the team. So Chad's going to work through with us about the positive ways that, you know, the, a team leader and team member um, can have have their developer work for the team. But I want to start with some of those ways that it can maybe get in the way, whether coming from a team leader or a team member perspective. And Carolyn, I'm going to start with you. Do you want to share with us some ways that you feel like the developer theme maybe can come on too hot or maybe it's missing um, in a team that that you could see where it would negative, mm -hmm. negatively impact? Right. So if there is a if um, I've worked with a team where there was friction um, and they there were because of that friction, there was a bit of lack of trust. Um, mm -hmm. And so someone who was an individual contributor with high developer was too much because their helpful guidance wasn't perceived uh, in a pos as positive intent. Uh, so that caused additional sure. friction. And oh, that's a great um, so that, that stuck out for me. And we were able to navigate it, but that was a great example of the overuse of developer. Sure. And then um, sometimes for a leader, it could be the overuse of, uh, I think you should do this um, and here's why, but it's also in a, in a mistrustful environment can be misperceived mm. as um, just that lack of awareness. So the team leader can push, 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 and that friction and lack of trust creates unnecessary drama and doesn't move the team forward. Wow, really great examples. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Susan, yeah. um, do, do you have other examples or ways that you feel like the, the developer theme could get in the way of the team? Yeah, just to, to add, I'd agree with what, what Carolyn said, but uh, the individual contributor, I think something about if you're heavily focused on other people's development, the downside can be other people get irritated at you because you're not in action. <laughs> oh, oh, like you were like you were sharing with us at the at the beginning about that, like doing through the team. Whereas yeah. if you're all worried about what everybody else is doing, you might not actually be doing what we're supposed doing. to be doing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, so yeah. again, you know, it's like and, and if you're overly positive about other people's strengths, that can be seen uh, as like you're you're in cloud cuckoo land. <laughs> <laughs> Um, aren't we all <laughs> so it's like you know that that read the room kind of stuff <laughs> sure. um and and i think in terms of the team leader piece um just to add to what, what carolyn said which i agree with as well um 
that bit that I reflected on earlier about sometimes that wish to really invest in somebody mm. and and spend time and bring them forward can be it, it can be too much and oh. it can be you know seen as like naive or or, or just like what you're doing you've got to move on move on from that sure yeah. oh and, and I but again and I as think, a leader that, yeah and I think you shared too that um that the team leader may want so badly for that person to develop that that they almost tell versus helping them see the way, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that kind of chimes in with what Carolyn said there about yeah. you know, yeah, great, it's great, and let me tell you what to do because I've seen the answer, I've seen the light. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, uh, no, thanks, I'm fine doing what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> If I could just add to, to Susan, Susan, that comment, um, that idea that you shared um, just now, but also in the pre-show, got me thinking overnight about sort of um, a slight variation on that, which is if a team leader has that developer theme really high, they could be spending all their time developing the one person that's not uh -huh. coming along. And then they're almost ignoring the five or six or 10 other people that they could be developing and are open to it. But there's a, there's a time suck going mm. and an energy and time suck going to this one person that's just not coming along. You know, going back to the gardener, this flower just isn't blooming. And yet over here, you've got a garden full of flowers that just with a, a couple thing. drops, what's that? Well, no, just even with a couple now? drops of encouragement, would go yeah. much further and so I, I i also thought that that was a really interesting idea that um you touched on and, and introduced us to uh, yesterday that um mm -hmm. got me thinking mm -hmm. a little bit about how that could yeah. be a, a negative yeah. impact on a team uh -huh. and, I, and i think again if you're thinking about it in a balanced way it the, the joy that you would get as that leader about being able to help the, the flowers that are already <laughs> growing and keeping them going but I do think we we do get maybe singularly focused on sure. come on and, and you're like they're great, but but yeah. that if we just reinvest in the joy that we get from oh look at them, <laughs> yeah. let me let me help you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, interesting. So we've talked about sort of the negative implications of you know coming on too strong with developer or where it can have a negative impact on a team. Um, I'd like to lead us into the sort of the the runway of our show here and and wrapping up but um as we think about the negatives and flipping that coin and looking at the positives um susan I, I was wondering if you could maybe start us off by sharing some ideas around how this developer theme can be a, a best contribution or what the best contribution of this theme is to a team and again if maybe you want to start uh, start us off by thinking about a, a team leader with de high developer um, talents and then maybe an individual contributor, somebody just on the team without that positional power and how they might um, contribute their developer themes in, in the best way possible for, for a team. So, so with the team leader, I think of it, you know, if you've got a sweet stop, spot with the developer theme, I think this is the person who does have the patience who can work with the individual and I, and I see another image there where you can help that person if they're a little in a little cocoon 
little chrysalis. Mm. They're trying to figure out, you know, who do they want to be when they grow up? And with a bit of help, the, the leader can support that individual to come out and, and be that butterfly. Mm. Wonderful um, image. And, yeah. and I think that is the power that the leader can have uh, if we hit that sweet spot. Um, and in terms of the individual con contributor, if they're, they're, again, it's very best, this is the person who gets, and I've used the word joy a few times, I've noticed, but I'm going to use it again, who gets real joy from helping others with no ulterior motive yeah. to be their best. Um, and they can bring forward momentum, they can bring positive relationships, they can bring collaboration, they can bring an environment where there's no fear of failure, back to the growth mindset stuff. Yeah. Where people will have an opportunity to just be themselves, make those mistakes, it's great, move on, grow. And I think as an individual contributor, that can be really useful. Wonderful. Oh. And so powerful and, and team building in that moment to know that someone's investing in you without having other motives. I, I love that. Yeah. yeah. So good. Carolyn, I'm going to flip the same question to you. And, and maybe if you start us off with the team leader with developer high and, and then uh -huh. the individual contributor with developer high. Sure. So team leader with high developer has a really great lens on everyone's unique qualities and that will help produce the best outcomes because as a leader you're really focused on the outcomes and as a team leader if you look at each person you can for each project you can slot that person with your unique qualities and talents into the right role and also what comes from that is people feel seen and heard and recognize their value which leads to high engagement yeah yeah and as the individual contributor, then that's the support person on the team. So mm -hmm. engagement is high if everybody feels recognized and developers are naturally great at recognizing and celebrating and saying, great job. And maybe saying, you know, it depends on how close the team is for the individual contributor to share. But if it's a good relationship, it can really help bring out the best of each team member. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's so interesting to hear you uh, share, both of you share those comments because mm -hmm. a lot of that has me reflecting back to our individualization episode yeah. where it's about placing people in the right spots in the right places, um, you know, mm -hmm. sort of right seat, right bus, <laughs> right opportunity. <Yes. laughs> um, and the, both developer and the individualization theme seem to have that in common. And so- it's it's been interesting to hear this whole conversation particularly around this team side um in comparison or in in wonderful blending with the individualization um themes that we've talked about a couple a couple episodes ago um so uh, really intriguing <laughs> just it, it is intriguing the overlap the characteristics some characteristics of the of all 34 blend in some way right. i remember in training they said you know um the how you influence you know the influencing yeah. uh, domain is the least common but yet we all influence we right. just go about it differently so the overlap of characteristics that we see it's so illuminating for me again that curiosity of oh yeah. that's why people do whatever um that's that was a great point 
Yeah. Well, and that's why they call them the talent themes, right? Because it's not just developer talent by itself. It's developer is encompass encompassing like all these other words and you know, a lot of the the things that you talked about, passionate, um, encouraging, supportive, hearing, mm-hmm. listening, you know, all, all of the the great qualities that we see in the in the developer talent really is coming forward and coming through this one. And so I just love hearing it from yeah. you guys. So well, I think the other thing, just thinking back to the training as well, one of the things I remember is the themes having different temporal feels to them, like time. Yeah. And yeah. and I don't know maybe the way that Carol and I present it, but maybe others are different. But I feel it's a it's an upbeat, mm-hmm. forward looking. Yeah. It, it, it's not yeah. the deli- the deliberative. Deliberative. <laughs> <laughs> like slow. <laughs> I don't mean slower pace, but just. The, you know, there is more there's upbeat energy mm-hmm. as opposed to detail focus. Yes. Yeah. For me, as I display it, other people might be different. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I think you're onto something there in that mm-hmm. what I've heard throughout this episode is that kind of always looking a little forward, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it may not be decades in the future. It might be just tomorrow, but there's there tends to be sort of a forward looking, whereas I think one of the things I picked up from the individualization episode was just sort of a, a depth of knowledge about the person sort of in the moment and allows them mm-hmm. to place people in a similar way to developer, but that it almost has a little bit of a context feel to it where I get to know the person, I get to mm-hmm. know their background. Uh, um, Michael Stafford was our guest and he talked about you know knowing people's birthdays and knowing their interests and so forth. And that's much more of a context feel um, right. versus some of the forward thinking, almost futuristic feel that I get a little bit from this developer conversation. So mm-hmm. neither, neither one is uh, better or worse than the other, just right. sort of different mm-hmm. feels. And I, I really appreciate both of you sharing your, your experience with this theme and how you live it out. As we wrap up the show, I'm just wondering if uh, each of you, and Susan, I'm, I'm going to come to you first about this. If you could maybe one or two highlights from either this episode or something that this has really highlighted for you or or maybe a, a note about developer that you really want people to walk away from this episode really understanding or, or really kind of keeping in their in their brain as they as they finish this recording and, and go on to the rest of their work what should they really know about developer um so i'm gonna i'm gonna Invite Several you, Susan, questions first. There. I'll just yes, sorry, whichever one you want to answer. I'm trying to open up as many yeah. possibilities, but <laughs> no, we're great. looking for, you know, if we were looking, you know, for right. a couple highlights from this episode, what would they be for you? I think for me, as I thought about it, is that well, a for me, I discovered that I really love the developer theme, yeah. which is lucky since it's number two for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think for for other people for whom it's not strong, strong, I think it's this this positive intent of trying to be a part of somebody's future growth in whatever that means for that individual yeah um is just so powerful so if a developer is coming on strong forgive them <laughs> mm-hmm. um and help them but i think it's got such power for um, a team or for individuals Oh, I love it. I hope others find the love in it too. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Carol, what would your highlights be 
Well, one is I, you reminded me, Chad, of your analogy about the thermostat, dialing it up and dialing it down. I love that. And I sort of, of course, can relate to my dialing up and dialing down with my <laughs> development talent. Um, I think the uniqueness of developer that I love is helping people recognize that what makes them unique, that response of, well, doesn't everybody do this? Mm. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, and I've thought that way myself, because we see the lens of the world through our own filter and helping people recognize their filter is might be a bit distorted of how, of their own brilliance. It's what that gets me fired up. A lot of energy comes from that yeah. positive energy. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Well, with that, that I'm going to, I'm going to be the first one to say, oh, sorry, Jen, did you have something to add? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, want, I wanted to share that what I learned from being with the two of you and actually just knowing Susan, knowing you personally, and then Carolyn listening to, to how the developer shows up in both of you, what I'm hearing is that you really have the ability to hear and see others and able to reflect back who they are to them. Like let, let them see the wonderfulness that you see in them. And I think that's just such a powerful and beautiful place to start with helping others along their growth. So I just wanted to celebrate you both for being here and being who you are, having the talents you have and using them for good for others. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for Thank having you. me yeah. on your show. Yeah. I, I, Thank I'll... you for feeding my developer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I too am going to join Jen in, in thanking both of you for sharing um, so openly. You know, I know that we joked in the pre-show about um, sometimes this theme can, can have a tendency to overshare, but I really appreciate everything you have shared today. Uh, both for Jen and I's benefit, but also for uh, for those that are, are continuing to come back to our podcast and listen and and learn about the Clifton Strengths and about what coaching uh, looks like and and in particular this theme of developer. So um, thank you. Um, just for housekeeping, for those of you that are listening, if you want to uh, keep coming back and listening to to awesome coaches like Susan and Carolyn. Uh, we encourage you to like, subscribe, uh, leave us reviews. That helps us with with all sorts of uh, the, the the bots that do all the algorithms in, <laughs> in terms of promoting our, our podcast. Um, leave us a, a comment. Um, if you have something to add in addition to what Carolyn and Susan have, have offered, um, send us an email and we'd love to, to add your comments to, to the wonderful conversation we've had today. So with that, may I uh, interject? I know yes. you want to wrap up, but the developer in me wants to acknowledge <laughs> the value, the uniqueness of this show and what you bring for people to truly understand their talents, themes more fully. Oh, well, thank you for that. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for that, Absolutely. Carolyn. Um, well, with, with that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let that be the sort of mic drop to the end of our show. Um, <laughs> again, I'm Chad Ahern from Top Teams Consulting. My co-host is... Jen Werner from Jen Werner Coaching. And again, we're going to say thank you for uh, Carolyn Grant and Susan Gordon today. And we hope um, all of you will be back again soon to listen to another episode. So thank you and have a great day. Thank you.